Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? This is Dave. This is Ben. So what's up? I don't know. What's up? I started drinking again while we podcast, so that's pretty cool. Not only that, but I started warming up before we podcast, so that's pretty cool. I saw you stretching. I yeah. What that was about. Oh no, I meant alcoholically. Oh. <laughs> I, I meant like, like let's have a couple before we get started. Is what I meant. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a professional. Right. So you, you convinced me now. It's what the fuck I do, man. I uh, I don't know. It's been it's been a, a lot going on this week. I switched to midnights. I'm not sleeping much. I'm uh, still working on the GD kitchen. Uh, took a little bit of a break. I asked my wife this today because it, I don't know if you're a new listener, if you haven't been following, we're um, redoing my kitchen, knocking down walls and putting up walls and yada, yada. And my father-in-law has been helping us and he's retired. So we haven't done anything in a few days because I've worked and my wife's been cutting hair after I get off and there just hasn't been a ton of time. So I asked her today, I was like, do you think that he thinks like I'm lazy? Like I'm this piece of shit. Like, okay, if he doesn't come by for three days and that drywall, that mud's not sanded down, and primed, is he going to be like, see, this is what happens. This, this, <laughs> this is what my daughter chose. So three days later, I don't show up, and sure enough, it's exactly the way I left it. But in like real life, it's like, well, I slept four hours, and then I watched you know, the kids. I'm surprised you don't work. send him like a, an IM or a, you know, text message like feeling guilty, like just so you know, man, I had a tough day. Like, <laughs> I FaceTime uh, <laughs> him. I'm like, yo, what up, pops? <laughs> I had a tough day at work. I uh, wasn't able to get to it, looking forward to getting to it tomorrow, and then every day you redo that same message. I swear I feel like doing it, dude. I swear <laughs> I do, because I'll look at like just the high spots in the mud that I know I need to sand down and things like that, and uh, and I think, man, if I could just have a couple hours of that, I could I could knock it down, and we have my, my daughter's birthday is this week, so we're going to have like a mini little party, and uh, I'm hoping to improve on my past birthday <laughs> party. My best birthday parties. So, but it would be nice if the kitchen wasn't 100% in shambles. It's not going to be done. It's going to be missing a wall. And there's going to be hopefully primer. That's a pretty big detail. Hopefully it's not the one with the microwave <clears throat> attached. Mm, yeah. Well, the microwave's down. <laughs> oh. I have one of those microwaves that, <clears throat> you know, are wall mounted. Right. And they go underneath the cabinet like most people do. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, who doesn't have that at this point? Dude, in Hammond? You'd be surprised. There's you don't live in Hammond. Yeah, but the seventy five dollar jobs. <laughs> yeah, but where I, I grew up, right. where I grew up, if you have a wall mounted microwave, like you've made it, like you've arrived, and most likely you took it from somebody else. Yeah, when they, when they were not home. <laughs> now, even then, like it doesn't have the vent. It's not properly vented. It's just like hooked up to some, right. you know, a formica, and people would be like, "Dude, you got popcorn in that shit? It's crazy." So I don't know. We have a lot. We have a lot of that stuff going on. Uh also, the thing that was kind of, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to persevere. I've talked about this before, I think, I don't know if I have on the show, but um, there's a place called, I, I'll, just, I'll say their name, there's a place called Larry T-Tac Photography. It's in, I guess, Sherrillville, so kind of like the Sherrillville border. Uh, yeah, you talked about it. the place that has your picture in the window. Oh, did I mention my yes. picture in the window? Yeah. Like, uh, it's also, Maybe three or four they times. use it in their advertising too, I don't right. know if I throw that out, it's... 
they make calendars and they put our picture in there. And I don't like to bring it up. I don't like to talk about it. I don't like to put it on podcasts. But could've since fooled, I already have. Could have fooled us. <laughs> since I already have, it's Christmas season. So in their front window, uh, it's all other pictures now. It's like kids with gifts and like, yeah, babies and Santa Claus. You're outfits. out. I'm out. So How did you notice? Because uh, I drove by and I looked at it. <laughs> you look at how a, many times a week? Because I'm a wild by. narcissist. I, I drove by and uh, I, it's it's on the way to uh, Dexter's swim class. So I take that way. And I always look over and I go, hey, who's that handsome couple over there on the side? Well, and I looked over today and I was like, oh, no. It's some stupid kidnapping. What kind of run Sam. did you have? Like, I know it was definitely like a eight, 19 or mid-80s Madonna style, you know, yeah. 40 weeks on the Billboard yeah, she's charts. she's got a bouffant. No, I'm sure. saying like how long, how long did you go consistently Dude, without being taken down? Uh, it may have been taken down for holidays, and I didn't notice. Before That's what I'm saying. So I maybe did. it'll go back up. Well, here's the thing: I got 2000. See, it was a year to the date before Mark Burley's Perfect Game, so 2008. <laughs> 2008, we got married, and it's been up there the majority of the time. Have you ever seen it down before? No. So I haven't looked. This could be it. I'm, I'm talking about like. We're six years. We're putting, this is. I mean, I don't like. I said I don't like to bring it up on podcasts. My like thing to. is, the guy hasn't done anything better in six years, dude. That's my thing too. <laughs> but it, of course, right? You got to think like there's there's no possible way that even if even if you're a kid walking around with a Mickey Mouse camera like in the slums of Harlem, you're going to end up taking a better shot than me, right? You're gonna find a better <laughs> photograph than than my mug. So how could it that not makes be, perfect sense? Yeah. So how could it not be that this guy who takes professional photographs has not? So <clears throat> I that is his swan song. I basically boiled it down to this: uh, he thinks my wife's good looking. That's all it could be, right? I would. You know, you need to you need to call in there and be like, "Hey, I was just driving by, I noticed uh, the pictures <laughs> down." Hey, so you guys? Uh, yeah, so I know. I know it's Christmas. Stop getting residual checks now. The pictures down. I know it's Christmas and everything, <laughs> but. Uh, but honest to God, that kid... Couldn't they just Photoshop a Christmas hat on your wife? If you guys think it's funny to put, like, a reindeer hat or whatever on a kid, <laughs> dude, honestly, just be real with me straight up. Just put my shit back on the wall, please. Just stop <sighs> being a jerk about it. But it looks like they put up, like, a false wall, like a, like they have, like, for the season, they put out this new thing that's already set up. So I think that... I think I shall make my triumphant If return. you do, that says something. It says either that picture is a really great picture or like I said that the guy is just not really doing too much creatively but here but he's busy and they're always taking photos I know that says you I, it's an established company I mean he's always taking good shots they do tons a year so I don't understand so all I can think of is that there's some maybe there's some like weird like eyes wide shut ritual like you know, like they uh, every once in a while when I feel like a like a pin in my like when I get cr- like a cramp in my side or something, it's really him going like, <laughs> like putting something like a knife in me or something, or 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 there's some kind of weird ritual like it's taking place to where that needs to be there. Because why else, dude? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I it's my, a good picture. I married a beautiful woman. This is true, but like you've taken a lot of photos since. If right. nothing else, it would just look dated, right? I got one of those watches that are like huge. <laughs> You know, like swatch. It was, <laughs> yeah, it's like neon green, like with the plastic, uh, uh, whatever the hell you call them. Swatch guard. That's what I call them. But so yeah, perfect. So I don't know if I will be. Uh, I don't know if I will be usurped by little holiday shits forever. But um, I don't know. I was bummed out by that. Other than that, uh, I don't know. In the news, 
I dude usually what 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 this week in the news. Yes. Oh, I thought it was a little bit. I have a few things. News. 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 Do you think we can get a maybe your band to play that live? We can yeah. record it like a live version of yeah. that? Yeah. I actually know a dude that plays keyboards that's been saying, like, hey, if you guys ever need me to step <laughs> in, it would be if I could get him to do it in a guitar. If you ever you know, go back to the studio, I would love to to uh have myself in there and just to cut a uh <laughs> just oh, just the old one. You need to do like a, a live version. Remember the '90s when it was really popular to have hidden tracks? Yeah, like you'd have like 14, and then it would play for like oh, it plays for 57 minutes. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, wasn't that expensive? Doesn't that cost? I would think, yeah. Back in those days, the music industry was so ripe that they were just spending money hand over fist. So I don't think it really mattered. Yeah, but I remember like I think it was Green Day's Dookie, I believe. If you played all, you know, at the end. It would it would go all the way. There was a bunch of dead air, and then it was, uh, I think it was Trey Cool, maybe the drummer singing like "All by Myself" or whatever. It hit a song called "All by Myself," and it was just like like a cheap right. little guitar sound. It was like a silly thing, and I remember Ugly Kid Joe had one, and Marilyn Manson had one, and a bunch of a bunch of people did it. But the point is this: Are like, we just gonna skip right over the fact that you invoke the name Ugly Kid Joe on the podcast? Doesn't don't, I don't bring that up every week? I don't, <laughs> I don't normally I don't normally talk about. Uh, <laughs> Everything I hate about, yeah, I can't remember what the hell that song was. But the point is this: didn't it cost money to to make the C, put more data on the CD or have? I know it's yeah, just but, dead air, but yeah. so if you're like a record producer or a record company, you go, no, I'm not gonna, we're not well, gonna pay the extra money so you can like, well, but so how, you can poop I, on the end of it. I don't know. I I can't see it costing any extra money now that I think about it to put extra data on the CD. I mean. I don't know that it's not like a record when at the end of a CD you see that the music that they've used up all the the usable yeah. space. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a zero, right? But still, I mean, it has to count. Like the counter goes, otherwise would it think. would go dead. I don't know. That was dumb. Why the hell was I even talking about that? <laughs> I don't know. Was I talking about? Oh, I don't know. I don't know why I was saying. But uh, when we do shows lately, I've been trying to um, like I go. What are we going to talk about this week? And I'll look in the news and I'll see what's going on. And that's ha- good. <clears throat> well, we haven't brought it up much because, or at least I haven't brought much news to the table because every week it's it's all negative. It's all bad shit. It's all like, you know, the the New York cops thing, the Ferguson thing. And I know we really don't like to go into that shit because it's not funny. Um, but this one was still kind of a negative, but it did it did it did make me think about one of my favorite shows. When I was younger, and so uh, I wanted to let you know about this week. I don't. Are you familiar at all with the whole CIA thing that's going on? No. Okay. Well, I'll read you from Yahoo News. Sexual threats, other CIA methods used, uh, detailed in a new U.S. report. Basically, after 9/11, when they were um, <clears throat> interrogating alleged terrorists and things like that, they took a report that gosh, it was 
The controversial five-year study by a committee, which was conducted after reviewing more than 6 million pages of internal CIA records, found that the interrogation techniques used on more than 100 detainees were not effective and that the management of the program was inadequate and deeply flawed. Basically, they made this huge report and said, like, they're, they're, they're using interrogation techniques that are... are um, Bush League. Well, maybe I don't know if they're going that way, but they're basically going like, hey, they're being, they're going over the line. They're doing these things that aren't uh, uh, ethical and things like that. And um, so they had, a, like I said, a five-year study to do it. And what it basically comes down to is they were, were threatening to do uh, sexual deviant things to their family and things like that. They were threatening to kill their family, things like that. Uh, waterboarding, lack of sleep. They put him in a box for a long time, and all I could think of when I read this stuff is I know that this I know that this news story came out with the intent of like, like, like the U.S. military is doing some crooked shit, man. Like we gotta expose the lies. And all I could think of was like, dude, I watched Game of Thrones. I watched Twenty Four. This is this is fucking this is Plato. This right. is Childs. You're gonna threaten? Well, don't you remember there was that soul? It was a female soldier who took like a a picture of some uh, terrorists where uh, she had him like on a leash. She, they stripped him naked, mm-hmm. and, she, <laughs> and they were and like, people were like, Bay. yeah, people were all up in arms, like, oh my god, how can she do that? Because you know their culture it just wouldn't work that way. You can you couldn't have a woman being dominant and but making these guys culture, naked. Yeah, yeah, but, but even so, listen, we're all human beings, and listen. I I understand the whole idea of like I wouldn't want to be made to wear a dog collar while I was naked and have some I you know someone humiliate me. But at the same matter. at the same time, it's like really, you know what they do to people in these foreign countries that aren't America. So right. I don't. It doesn't make any sense. So you took a picture where uh, a a chick put a dog leash around me and stripped me down naked. But if if the situation was reversed, you'd put me in like a three by five box for two years and jab me with a you know a bamboo yeah. stick. Yeah. That's that's totally you're fine. Like, you're like deer hunter going wow, playing right. like Russian roulette. Right. Yeah. I and and I'm not. Um. I'm usually not like the person that's touting like America and whatever we do is right. Yeah, but, we know, dude. Yeah, you guys are probably aware of that. But a five year study, six million pages, just to go like I don't. I don't think what you guys are doing is nice. It's not supposed to be nice. It's supposed <laughs> like I said. We watch Game of Thrones, and here's what they put. Torture tactics included confinement to small boxes, which I, I would argue that small is a relative term. Exactly how if you're coming from a shithole in the sand, maybe that box right. doesn't seem that bad. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Weeks of sleep deprivation, simulated drowning, not real drowning, mind you. I'm sure it's not enjoyable, but you're not that's killing your, anybody. That's your run-of-the-mill waterboard. Slapping and slamming and threats to kill, harm, or sexually abuse families of the captives. Um, all I could think of is Dude, like, they did worse on G.I. Jane. Yeah, of you course. Know, like to our own people. Yeah, you, that's how we train our own people to go over into those shitty countries and be tortured. We know here's usually how it works. <laughs> if you get caught in a foreign country, especially ones like Iran, Iraq, Egypt, you oh, know, Syria? Russia, Syria, any of these places that we already know about, you're pretty much gonna. You're probably gonna die you're going if to you're lucky. Cut off if on you're the lucky, internet. If you're lucky, you're gonna die. And Mexico as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I don't under like we. How do they not prepare the Southern California? So I wonder if they do when if you're in the, you know, military from one of these countries or you're part of like some terrorist organization. Why don't they add that to your their training and say 
we're going to run you through some training. Like I sh- I'm sure in the military, special forces, they do waterboarding training. Hey, this mm-hmm. is what it feels like to be waterboarded. Mm-hmm. This is what it feels like to be pushed to the ultimate level yeah. and not give up information. And we, this is, Oh yeah. You know, for like spy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why don't they do that? They they take a bunch of terrorists and they they simulate like a chick coming around and, and making them strip naked and you know what I mean? Like this, this, this it could get this bad. It they're could like, literally get this like bad. they get up that day and they're like they know it's a big day. Like you know, like when some people hell week. Like, people, it's like hell week for for I guess we'll say Al Qaeda. Right. Let's go ISIS. Let's modernize it. Hell week for ISIS. Like they get up and get their coffee in the morning. It's like today's a big day. Are you ready? And the other like, Muhammad, are you ready? Like, I don't know if I'm ready. They're gonna, uh, they're, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna play Hannah Montana today. <laughs> right. You know, that shit's gonna be on, right? We're gonna make us watch True Tory. Like, no, no like the maybe whole I'll first get, season. Maybe I get lucky. Maybe they won't. Maybe they, maybe they won't put the leash on me and make me walk around. They have to get mentally prepared. That's hilarious. It's so stupid. I mean, like really, and again, it's the same people who are like, "That's inhumane." Why are we asking you? Why are we? Who's asking anyone to do this study? Well, who, who's requesting the study to be done? I don't want to know what our military does to break down these. And I, a lot of, I guess the biggest argument is, well, if you torture anyone, it's not real. They won't give you reliable information. They're just going to tell you whatever you want right. to know, but we'll take That's it. The we'll take exactly. it. Event, and we'll take how many people. Okay. When they say, if you provide information like America's most wanted, you provide information on such and such that leads to his capture. You're going to get, a reward, right? Right. And millions and billions of people, hundreds and hundreds of people call mm. in and they provide information. 99% of those people are on bogus information. But it's not like, well, we hear a lot of bullshit information, so we're just not even going to throw that net out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. So to me, it's worth it. So I don't understand the, the whole theory behind it. It's like if if this guy tells us a bunch of stuff we want to hear – we're going to torture a bunch of other people just to corroborate that information. Well, that that's where I'm at too, as far as like you say, it's worth it. And, and the, and, and people will go like, well, could you do it? Do you think it's right? And it's like, no, I, I don't know if I could. Like, I think I'd be like, oh, this is fucked up. This is crazy. But there's a tons of shitty jobs that I don't think I would want to do, right. but need to get done. You know what I mean? I don't want to go out there and shovel horse shit, but somebody's got to do it. You, well, happen. here's the thing. You, you couldn't do it. You wouldn't want to do it. That's the thing is you could do it. You just have no interest. You would never get in that line of work because it's like, that's just not what I'm interested in doing. I'm not going to do that. I just, no. that's not in my makeup. However, um, I wouldn't want to slaughter every cat, every cow, you know, but like that shit needs to happen if we're going to eat. Right. But remember I was telling you, uh, what's that, what's that movie again? The, the Eric Bana movie where the, the Jews, uh, after the, uh, the Olympics, they go, Oh, uh, you're, you're, you're Munich, Munich, German city. Okay. So it's just like when you, when I watch Munich, you say, oh, I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. I, I, I remember telling my wife, I was like, I would absolutely do that. If you told me, hey, we're expecting you to go out and murder all these people who were mm-hmm. innocent, mm-hmm. I'd absolutely do it. For whatever reason, I could do it. Okay. Uh, and, and they would also say, if you get caught, though, we're going to deny your existence and you're, you're, right, you're dead. Right. So that's the, that's the choice. Every good action story but, has that premise. Um, I feel like what, what you're saying is I wouldn't make that choice. So... No one would expect you to do it. I would make that choice. I could do mm-hmm. that. I could do it. I mm-hmm. wouldn't choose to, but it, depending on the situation, I think I can. I, I could find myself in that. If I was pushed to, I could. I guess I could be the. What, what could could they? Not my strength. Is there is there <laughs> something that would push you to that? Uh, a family. That's it. 
But you could do it at that point. Absolutely, though. I could. See, so you can do it. Absolutely. You're just yeah. saying, like, yeah, if like, okay, like, because you're already picturing something in your mind right now. Let's like, say someone abducted my children. And taken. I found, and <laughs> I have a very specific set of skills. <laughs> they involve uh, overparenting, oh. <laughs> uh, giving de- details of Pixar movies, searching for bums to provide them with alcohol, money, whatever it is, helping homeless people and identifying <laughs> wonderful bum titties. And when I find you. I will show you those bum titties. Uh, but uh, no, but if like say somebody abducted my kids and they said, okay, we got this guy in the room. He knows where they're at. Let me you ask got, you, don't dude, you think I your would, kids would call me? I would feel dry. I would <laughs> be like, yeah, like we talked about how there's like one person they'd call. I was like, why did you call? Like, well, what about that guy Nick you brought around that We got one, time. one call and uh, and then and, and, uh, your service was bad. Plus, you told us we could call Dave if we needed him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if if I I would feel just the dude if I knew if it meant getting that information. So yeah, it, I guess it's it's inside of you for sure. I could, and I would I would sleep fine too. If if I had that kind of motivation. Right. But my point is, people do have that kind of motivation. It's what they do. It's what their job is. They understand so that we can enjoy our like, like our freedoms and blah blah blah. They have to do that. But they they cite this as like, and I know. Every, I, I always put this on Twitter every day. I go, Twitter is offended by this. But uh, it's so offensive. The use of waterboarding. And I, I, I guess I sound right wing. I don't know. Use of waterboarding 183 times. Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. I don't give a shit if I got that right. The 9-11 mastermind received the waterboarding treatment eight or 183 times. But they, they gloss he over. He wasn't giving the, reliable information. They, but they gloss over. Oh, the mastermind of 9-11. Who... I mean, so you made him think he was going to drown three times. But what I'm saying is, what but this kind, dude what, was behind 9/11. Who put this Why story out? Okay? Who's the author of this story? What what newspaper? What uh, Yahoo? News. Okay. The biggest part of it is why is there someone who's the son of a bitch that's even reporting this story? Hey, how about we? It's if you're num- in a, it's if, number one story, if around. you're in America and you're an American, then you bury that story. You never tell that story. You're part of the problem otherwise. You know what I'm saying? Well, I do think that's... that's Hold up. Possibly what makes us unique as a country is that we can be transparent about it. Like, hey, we'll do these things, but we are aware of human rights. And it's no, not- we're not transparent as a country. We're divided as a country because the people that are doing that and the people who believe in that would never make that a... They would never even... First, not only are... I mean, they're not trying to hide as, it. They'd just be like, yeah, we are doing this and we're happy I about it. I mean, as it. far as like freedom of the press, like we're right. going to expose it. And that is sort of, I think, a good thing. What, what, Well, of course that is a good thing, but like what keeps you in line is... But when it comes to this stuff, like, no, no, this is like... It's like... It's like when the when when the when the kids are in the house and they come to bother. It's like this is this is grown up shit. Get out of here. This is important. Right. If you guys want to continue playing Connect Four and Coleco, uh, maybe that's dated reference. <laughs> but if you want to keep doing that, you'll let us take care of this. And this needs to be. Well, we did a five year study that found out that you scared the dude that 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 flew planes into two buildings. It's like yeah, of course. Look, I was watching Game of Thrones the other day, and the Hound walks into the tavern where uh, uh, Polliver, and I don't need to tell you all these things, but he walks in there, he's stabbing dudes in the eye right in front of her. She ends up stabbing people. Before this happens, he tells them, yeah. He basically says, like, yeah, I'm having my way with this girl. She's all right. She's worn out. Okay, that right there, what I just described, is ten times worse. And all these guys were doing were having an ale in an alehouse. So you can argue with that kind of science or that kind of logic. I know it just blows my mind that we actually... This is, I mean, we should cut off their funding immediately and be like, can you study something people care about? Who cares about that? 
I th- Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who care a, about con- it. There's a contingent of people that would state like, hey, I thought we were more civilized than this. I thought we were better no. than this. But we, it's and like, we usually are. But in these situations, we, we're not extreme, going to be. right? Right. But, th- but then the argument does come up like, okay, well, what next will be extreme? And what is, what is considered What's extreme? What's funny is I can already blah, blah, blah. tell you. My thing is this. I automatically, I start going to saying to myself, these people are lucky that I'm not in charge. <laughs> and, or my, my, my mother's mother, my grandmother. Cause I remember the stuff she used to tell me. And I'm thinking like, I would, I, she made me blush. That's the thing is like, I have zero problem with any of that. And I, I cannot fathom anybody who does. It blows my mind. It, it really, even for someone to say, I thought we were more civilized than that. I wouldn't even get in an argument. I mean, that that's it's backward thinking to me. Well, and I know it's fine, think, but, but not you, but other people think my back, my thinking is backward. But how can we be so far apart? Not me and you. Just no, no I know what you're saying, and I, I'm, I'm actually, I think we're kind of lockstep in this. But it's like if you're gonna, if you're gonna think that way, then you can't be involved in a, a superpower who is a, a target for anything. You know what I mean? If you right. want to be, if you want to be out of the fight 100, percent then, then you have to. You know, you have to be Switzerland is always the go-to. You know what I mean? Then be Switzerland. That's fine. But go go to Switzerland. Yes, then. that's the thing. And not like, get out of America. But no. like, this is how we do it if, if you're not cool with it. Find like-minded people. Surround you know, yourself with those people. I mean, yeah, yeah, think yeah. about it. After 9-11, the entire country, for the most, I mean, for all intents and purposes, the entire country was on the same page. Like, we need to go there and make this place just glass. Just drop every bomb, do everything, you know. And they didn't care who, nobody was saying, well, what about the women and children? And we were so angry. Right. It was like, whatever, whatever happens, happens. Let the chips fall where they may. I think there was probably still a contingent that felt like this. We didn't care. But it was like, but we but were, we're yelling so them. loud that we, yeah, yeah, the rest of us were yelling so loud and, you know, right, wrong or indifferent. It's, it is what it is, man. Just, just to backpedal a second. Did you say all intensive purposes? No, I said all intense intents and purposes. All intents and purposes. I think I, I think I figured that out about age twenty nine that it wasn't intensive purposes. <laughs> I heard you say it and I was like, does he think it too? Is no. He, no, I thought you were as dumb as me for a second. <laughs> but I, uh, I I heard about them being so upset about this, and I immediately texted my buddy Fuzz because uh, he's that's definitely my go to person when I need to. Uh... You did too. <laughs> like I said, lockstep this week. But uh, I uh, I texted him because he's the one that got me watching twenty four, and so he and I would watch. Never it. seen it. I watched it for a few. It's. It's it's network television, so it can only push the envelope. If twenty four was on cable, it probably would have been super cool, and it is. It, it was enjoyable. I watched have you ever it. seen Homeland? Because isn't that like season the twenty four for kind of? I saw season one. It was cool. Never I, saw it. Just the other day, someone was telling me to watch more of it. But um, I texted him. I said, "Dude, you know about interrogation. You know about Jack Bauer. This is like your thing. <laughs> like, not not like. Wait, wait, hold up. Not you know about interrogation. I no, mean, you were a yeah. SEAL. You were special forces. I mean." Yeah. Yeah. No, you know interrogation. You've watched twenty four. Oh well, maybe I should maybe I should repeat uh, go go a little deep. You also have the PlayStation game twenty four. You've played that many times. <laughs> you and your dad have watched it. This guy's got like how you are with the wire. Right. He's like that with twenty four. So I said, Jack Bauer would it was known for on the show for interrogating people in like extreme ways. You know, like tell me what I need to know, and he'd put the gun to his head. And I said. I'm sure that Jack Bauer did much worse. So give me some of his worst. And and within like 30 seconds, he texts me back. I'll give you immunity. And he says, "Well, he shot a dude's wife. Uh, the obvious body, the obvious body torture. He cut the head off of a guy just to get close to another guy. And sensory deprivation are his main main go tos. So 
Uh, and sensory deprivation. And we put that one in there, too. And we're all cheering for Jack Bauer. So, okay, maybe Jack Bauer's a little over the edge. Maybe. But, I mean, I don't know. My, my, my point is, with the whole CIA thing, with, with the torture they do on Game of Thrones in 24, which is obviously based on facts somewhere, if you really start digging. Uh, Where there's smoke, there's the fire. Pro- yes, sure. yes, yes. I mean, okay. Well, whether or not Alicia Cuthbert isn't, that doesn't even help my argument. But the point is this. If Jack Bauer did it and you cheered for him, I would argue that you stopped getting up the U.S.'s ass about it. Agreed? Yes. Agreed. All right, good. God damn it. Oh, next thing. Uh, in the news still while we're here. George Lucas. I don't know if you, you, you on your monologue talked about the new Star I did. Wars we trailer. We never talked about it. But I never got into right. it with you. Uh, I temper my excitement like I do everything in my life. I go... There's no way whatever you're going to do is that cool. There's no way people are going to like it that much. There's no way you're that funny. There's no way people want to hear you. There's no way the movie will be that good. But check, I... Check, check, check. Dude, I got at least a half a boner when I saw that Star Wars trailer. It's It was cool. It was you know really what's cool. funny? A lot of... Now, this is... I'm sure you read the same things I did. I saw the trailer and I was like, same as you, as you heard. Wow, this looks awesome. Uh, why didn't they have the cross lightsaber before that makes perfect sense but a lot of people were up in arms oh you're not happy with the trailer i think it's a bad idea well oh okay well hold on we'll talk about that but people were up in arms about the black stormtrooper up in arms about it. oh yeah there was a huge blowback people People were saying hands up don't shoot about the story why is there a black stormtrooper and my thing is he's based on jango fett who i is definitely not white they were all made in Who's based on Jenga Fett? The Stormtroopers. Talking about why? Well, if you watch the movies, they show that he's the he. They create all these super soldiers based on Jenga Fett. Oh, you have, oh, because the past right. three. Yeah, I don't remember shit from the past okay. Three. Well, I'm I'm just saying he wasn't I was white. Like, so that's it, cool. It makes it makes perfect sense that the Stormtrooper wasn't. But a lot of people were like, "Well, we don't like totally when they, we don't like when they change races. We don't like when they they didn't. That's that. I've but never they had helmets on before. How do you yeah. know they were all white? They weren't because we found out in the that they were based on a guy who was obviously not white. Yeah, and if you assumed, shame on you, <laughs> sir. And if you saw Spaceballs, don't you remember sure. the guy out there with the Afro pick? Uh-huh. We ain't found yeah, shit. Man, we ain't found shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite. They're out there combing the desert right now. Sir. So you're t- anyway. So let's get into this. We're gonna have a. Yeah. We're, we're gonna have to yeah. figure out what your problem is with this lightsaber. Uh, well, first of all, I thought the trailer looked super cool. I thought yeah. it looked awesome. Agreed. Dude, if nothing else for the sound. When you hear when you hear that scream that whatever noise, it's so cool. And so even this the shitty prequel, even though that was bad, it's still fun. You know what I mean? It's still fun to watch. It's it's bad, but it's fun bad. Uh I was talking about this on Thanksgiving. Okay, when you put the uh what do they call that? Uh, a uh what the hand Damn it. Petra Petra from Hillbilly Nerd Talk I listened to this week had that like right off the top of her head she knew the name. For that that piece of metal, no, it's the piece of metal that basically blocks. It's there to to stop you from hitting the blade right. of your sword, right? Um, but if that thing that you have to stop you from hitting the blade is a blade, well, then I would argue that there's nothing stopping you from hitting the blade. And anytime you and I get into it, if we if if I just can hit you, if you if you put up your sword just to block my strike, and it has excuse me has enough force, and it it shoves your hand into the hilt of it. That's what it's called, hilt. Is it the hilt? Yeah. Okay. Well, 
that's that right there is going to cut you. Yeah, but that, you're not using that to. I mean, I guess it's to have Dude, a better you grip. You cannot and subs- move your fist an inch without cutting your finger off. That's dumb, dude. Yeah, but that's it's not used to to wedge your hand up against. It's used, like I said. So we clash, yeah, swords. You and I, clash and swords. your and your yeah, <laughs> and your lightsaber comes down because you're you're forcing your, you know, toward me. You're forcing yeah. your like lightsaber, inertia. and it comes down the length of my. This is really, I don't know. Where yeah, but how many times do they slide? <laughs> Hold on. Well, first of all, why did you? Why did it have to sound so super homoerotic? I don't know. You're like, if your swords it does, slide, if we would have just went right through this, it wouldn't have been. But the, the stopping and the hesitation <laughs> is the problem. But when you watch Luke in in, in Darth it should, fight, shouldn't it, it never ne- slid? It well, always like um grabbed like. If a lightsaber is that powerful, why as soon as they clash, shouldn't they both chop in half? Yeah, I don't. I'm not smart enough to tackle that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't have a good answer for you. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how they don't. We know they don't. They needed. I, I know they don't. I, mean, I believe. Don't. I believe the lightsaber in itself is a is a great weapon that they really didn't mm. need to to do any kind of. But you know, they can't help themselves. Yeah, like, no. we gotta fucking because you know, they, especially it. with uh, what was his name, uh, Darth Maul, where they had the uh, the two sided ended. Yeah, yeah. so That's they had the, cool. I yeah, mean, no, that was absolutely cool. Yeah, if you I could guess. ever, if you could ever um, augment the lightsaber to be cooler that's yeah. that's the way you would do it no i would go like three directions with it you know what i mean like, now you're gonna, uh, that's crazy talk why not why not shoot <laughs> three beams out that way how are you gonna block all three? Oh, dude i would just i would lay waste <laughs> I would lay waste to everybody you know how, like wolverine has like you know his yes claws claws adamantium, adamantium. uh i would have mine go out like uh almost like i guess like you're just sort of like going peace but with one more a co- like a sigh yeah, I like a sigh sword. Yeah, why not? Like a sigh. Because they're much better. They can't go back in so smoothly. They have to be <laughs> oh, able to retract. Better. But yeah, but but I, but I would argue that I heard you say when they the slides hit and it slides down, it'll block it. Right. I've never seen it slide down. I because, think because they can't. The electricity They've not been able to use that in the in that sort of sword play because it would just chop your hand right off. Then the fight would be over. Well, then why didn't Luke or, or, or anyone else get their hand chopped off all the time? Because the sword never slid because down. Because it's por- sort of like the Geneva Convention of, of, <laughs> of lightsaber battling. We will before, not slide down the length of each other's shafts. That will not happen. Before father, before the father and son duel, let's lay a few things down. Before before we get into this, no sword, How did his hand get chopped off? Nor non-ho- no non-homoerotic uh, sword sliding can happen. How did his good. hand get chopped off? That was just a pure strike. It wasn't a slide down. It wasn't a violation of the Space Geneva Convention. Well, there's probably some details we'll look into, but uh, you got I mean, a buddy who likes to read through like long uh, transcripts, so maybe we can get him to do it. Sure, I'll look into it. But the reason I even brought this whole thing up is because I saw that George Lucas, um, in, in in like the father of all hipsters move, he was like, you know, the Star Wars trailer came out. Like, what do you think? What do you think? You're the creator. You sold it to Disney. You're the creator. What do you think of, uh, you know, the new uh, trailer? Are you excited? Are you pumped? And he's like, Yeah, I haven't really, I haven't, I haven't really seen it. Like, I don't know. It's like, what the, Oh, oh, I don't, I, I'm not really into Star Wars. This is, this is the thing that completely made you and also destroyed you. And oh, it's I mean, the only good thing you've ever done, right. too. By and the way, let's be honest. The first one was great that he did, and then they think they sort of. 
he was sort of a, a bit player. I don't think George Lucas had as much to do as you think with the no. with the rest of the movies past. Well, that as point. they get shittier, can't you I tell have no idea his... that I, this is the truth. No, I think it's the saying. opposite. I think like once he Spielberg was out, Lucas was in. Once they, once it got bigger, he got to put more of a fingerprint on it, and he hence uh, the Muppets come in, the Ewoks. You know what I mean? Wouldn't it be cool if we did that? No, it's like, wouldn't no, be. it wouldn't be. That's the thing is you need, you, you know, I, I, Adam Carolla always talked back when I, I'm sure he still talks about this, but one thing, Adam there's Carolla, no way he's given up a topic. Yeah. The one thing that, or, or a point that he's made, it's driven home. And when I say driven home, I mean, pounded into the ground. I said it before and I'll say it again. Where he talks about a, like really every guy needs a couple of buddies around that tell him like this is the worst thing ever you need yeah. to have that like and don't wear those cowboy boots is what he always says i always i always tell my brother-in-law steve the same thing i go a lot of the choices you make are horrible because your friends make those same horrible choices you need a couple of rational dudes around yeah you need a couple of guys that'll smack that stupid short build hat off your head. You need a few people that are not impressed with you. Right. That's why I surround myself entirely with people who are not impressed by me. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about what I say. So when I so let me I ask you a question. Idea. What has two thumbs and is not impressed with you? Yeah. This guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was so funny though, because George Lucas is like, Oh, I haven't really yeah, I guess there's a trailer out. I haven't seen it. I mean it would dude, it would be like so it, yeah, it would be like if I if I started my own like, but it was like it'd be like Steve Perry. Like I haven't heard the new journey. Are they still touring? It would be like I, oh, I'm doing the Hey My Ben podcast from now on. It's just it's just basically me and I take Dave's sound bites and I chop them in and I put them in and I talk about stuff that Dave always talked about. Every other like, minute he just goes, Dave, you'd be like. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't got time to listen to it. It's like, get the fuck out of here. It's just Dave saying, "I'll be the judge of that." Oh, that's all it is. So, uh, like I was saying earlier, when when I passed the T-Tac photography that has my uh, self in 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 uh, enshrined in, in their front place, uh, I I take my kids. I, I don't know if I talked about this before. I think so. But take I take my son to swim lessons at a place called Aqua Tots, uh, and they they specialize, and I think maybe up to eight years old or something like six, something like that. It's all about like from from mommy and me time to teaching them how to do butterfly stroke, all that stuff. Um, my my son had a couple people that he would go to specifically, you know, because they just, how the time slots worked out. So he sort of gained trust and confidence in a couple different people, and uh, they moved on to other jobs. And so he's been having to switch instructors. And my wife and I were talking today, and she was like, man, he had such a good rapport with this, with, with Kate. Miss Kate was so good with him, and he's got to start all over with somebody new. And I started thinking about the turnover, and, and and I was like, well, where'd they go? And she said, oh, they went next door to the to the track store or the Fleet Feet, whatever's next to it, which I know isn't a super great paying job either. <laughs> so I was like, well, what do you think they pay these people? We 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 entrust them in the water with our kids to teach, uh, you know, the basic survival instincts, and they have to deal with kids who are crying, who are scared. Not only that, but it's a glass wall with a bunch of chairs where the parents sit there and watch your every movement. Every time you do something that makes their kid cry or scared or somewhat unsafe or anything they don't like, they're watching every single thing. And she was like, yeah, that was like a minimum wage job or something. And I was thinking, dude, there's no way that I would do a job where I felt like a zoo animal, except for I'm also keeping your kids alive. Right. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. Like they're really, really good at what they do. It's awesome. I just don't know if I would do it for, Especially if they're saying like minimum wage, 
So uh, I started thinking about like, well, what have I done for minimum wage before? I started thinking of some of the worst jobs. And I have a couple really, really awesome, horribly, horribly bad jobs I've done. So I was wondering what awful jobs you've done for minimum wage and would it be worse than teaching my kid how to swim? Uh, yes, it would be worse. I threw, uh, less for less than minimum wage. I worked at, uh, that's bad. Isaac Walton and I threw trap. What's Isaac Walton? It's a like hunting and fishing club. Okay. And I threw trap for people that were shooting trap. So I was the guy in the little booth. Wait, you threw it. Dude, well, how good is your arm, arm bro? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Are you I, like a reliever? I sat in a tiny little booth with like boxes upon boxes of clay pigeons. Stacks of, of orange discs? Yes. And this, this it was a uh, pneumatic like arm that came around. <laughs> and it, I would have to sit this disc on there quickly <laughs> and let the thing... Fi- and, and if you didn't sit it on there properly and seat it right, it would smash into the booth where you were in. Not only is it... Not only was that... <laughs> horrible but they're these people basically shoot on timing so they know you when they say they pull, say pull. Yeah. the thing's coming so i don't a lot of times i think they just shoot in on a half instinct you know what i mean where they know where it's going to generally be their guns already sort of pointed in that direction and when one doesn't come out because they, <laughs> they hear me screaming and smashed against the wall of the building <laughs> the little well they start start swinging the 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 pointy end of their gun, right? As they say, pull, like right. waiting for that disc to scream because they, they're t- yeah, they're trying to time it at the same time. <laughs> but I was under this. This place has an underground, so they never got to see me. The only way they, w- I would have to put a flag up, so I would turn this thing, and an orange flag would pop up, and that would let the the, the shooters know, hey, you put your guns down, this guy's coming out. But how do you know they're even paying attention to the flag? They might be bullshitting with one another, putting a chaw in or who knows what. Oh my and, God. And you, know, you come out, there's a guy pointing a shotgun how, down. How cramped were you? Was it like, an, is it like ISIS interrogation? Oh, it was no bigger than, um, I would say two adult males ass to ass, say like a, a half of a mini, <laughs> ass to- ha- have a minivan back seat. Like the, you know, like a, a oh that's all God. it was. But half of that, you know what I mean. So, for a child, you could put you could put two kids, not grown men, but two kids side by side in there, and they would be touching your shoulders would be touching both walls. So, so by it, media standards, you were being interrogated every day at work. I don't know if I was being interrogated. Did yeah. You have, did you have a lot of sleep when you went to work? No. Always. No. Okay. Never. So basically, and yeah. I was in there for eight hours. No way. Oh yeah. An eight-hour day sitting in the box? I mean, box. I would get to come out and, and take a walk around or go pee or whatever if I put the flag up. But then you run the risk of just getting shot. Dude. You stay down there. So you're, but you're downrange. Yeah. Well, I'm underrange. I'm not really. I mean, yes, I'm down downrange of a yeah. gun for sure. It was awful. I, now, don't those arms grab the disc? I think, I mean, I've been no, doing well, I mean, push a button. Probably now, but you're talking the mid-80s. Oh you know what God. I mean? The thing came around and you just, <laughs> I would literally have to, I would have, to, and especially when a box was done, I had to break open a new, cause it's, it never stops. So it's not like somebody <laughs> presses a button and the thing <laughs> flings it. It just continuously moves around. It's so it throws it and then it, you know, the machine, the motor catches it again and then it starts slowly moving around until it gets to the point where you load it and then it flings it again. But so then how do you control when they say pull? I mean, if it's automatically doing its own thing, they, I have a good question. I don't know. Maybe they are controlling like it up they there. They say pull, but, it's still going to be three seconds either way. I don't know. It's a, I'm glad. You know what? I never thought about that. Maybe they are controlling it up there and they're just that good that they don't, they don't, 
I think when they're in the rhythm, they don't make mistakes. So it must seem like it's just con- constantly moving. You know they're what like, I mean? Like pull, and you go, I don't have a choice. Dude. Yeah, it's just spinning <laughs> like a record, brother. <laughs> Well, that does sound like a shitty job. It sounds like that's a combination of uh, tight quarters. Yes. Uh, I guess long hours, yes. maybe. Long hours, especially for a kid. And I was def- uh, I was not 16. I, I was danger, probably like 13. The danger factor is at least 11 out of 10. Someone has a gun. On <laughs> range from probably Water Hill. Angry. Yeah. Northwest Indiana. No let's, doubt. Let's be fair. No doubt about it. Let's be fair. Absolutely. And they're at a h- private hunting and fishing club, so. That's bad. Um, but when I first, you can top that. When I first started thinking about this topic, I feel like I have, as far as bad jobs, I am, uh, dude, I, I'm I am the Michael Jordan of, of shitty jobs. I've had so many bad ones just due to bad planning and and not being maybe that smart. I had a job where it was like you. Uh, it, it, it was similar with with the guns and everything. But what I did was I would throw, I would shoot a shotgun in the air. And I would grab a dead duck by its wings. Sometimes, I'm pretty sure sometimes I didn't even have gloves. I would shoot it. This is probably why, like, the, the, last week you were talking about, like, oh, does kitty litter bother you in the counter? No, dude. Now I'll explain to you why it doesn't bother me at all because I'm still here. I would shoot a shotgun that was oftentimes on a uh, tripod, sometimes not. And I probably weighed 145. And I would throw a dead duck in the air. As far as I could and as high as I could. And if it didn't land in the spot they wanted, then these hoobalos would get mad at me. But I would chuck it up in the air, and that was for field trials for dogs. And it was to simulate these are hunting dogs. They hear the shot, they see the duck in the air, and then they go get it. Where Um, was this at? This was in, like, southern Indiana. I think southern or central Indiana. I didn't live there, but what it would be was a friend of mine uh, from a nearby city was like, dude, I have this opportunity if you, I mean, if you want to get in on this, this is ground level. I don't shit. want it, but you would love it. This is ground level <laughs> shit, dude. If you want to get in on this, like I had this opportunity, and they would pay us a flat rate for a weekend of throwing dead ducks and shooting <laughs> shotguns. And uh, at the time, I'm like, holy shit, dude! They're gonna give us like 200 bucks. Wow, it's crazy. But it ended up, I broke it down by the hour, and it was like three bucks an hour. If you really break it, I forget what the math was, but I'm, I mean, I'm out there for 12 hours, and. So these are field trials, and they're hunting dog competitions. So they they hear the shot, they see the duck get tossed, and since you can't just shoot a duck every single time, they would have some kid from Hammond grab a dead duck and chuck it in the air as far as he could. But they would re in you know the dog would get that duck, put it in its gross dog mouth, and so, oftentimes swim through the water, go through the brush, the swamp, return to its owner, and they would say you know good boy whatever. Well. These aren't people that are tossing money around, obviously. So these ducks would get reused, dude. They would get thrown into a burlap sack, a huge burlap sack filled with dead ducks that have already been simulated shot. They've already been dead for a while. Oh, by the way, the first time they get killed is because they do let some go and they shoot them and the dogs get those. But after that, then they come to us. It's all downhill from there. After that, they come to us, and we should not only throw them one or two times because that duck still got some life. In right? It. Not really, but kind of. So we would reuse the. They would bring us these sacks of dead ducks, and me and and if you're lucky, you have a partner. One could shoot and one could throw. If you weren't, you didn't. You had to do both. <laughs> and and you would do this in the blistering sun. We'd all get sunburned and we'd be bored. There was no iPods. There was no cell phone. There was nothing. You're sitting out there. And you're just waiting for the guy in the walk dog to go pull or whatever the hell he would say. I forget. And we'd throw these dead ducks. And on a rare occasion, one of the ducks would walk out of the bag. 
because it wasn't quite done for. Oh. It wasn't quite done for. It was like, yes, yeah, you know, got shot. But that was only round one. Right. It got shot. The dog grabbed it and brought it in. And it ended up in your burlap sack. But it still had enough. It would, it would walk out like, hey, what's going on here, man? Like, what the, somebody fucking shot me, dude. It would walk out like, like, God, did you guys see that? There's dogs everywhere. Well, what I learned after doing this time and time again, the pros would go like, the first time it happened, I was like, oh, oh I don't know if I should shoot it again. Or, or if I should just be like, you made it this far. Like, right. I would be like Elliot and E.T. I'm like, free, free. I'm right. just going to let all the dogs go. Uh, and, but, but man, I feel horrible saying this, but like some people would step on their necks to get, but I did that once or twice and I feel horrible. And I'm going to tell one of the guys that worked there. I was like, dude, I'm not going to keep killing these dogs. It's not what I'm, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just not going to do it. And the guy was like, no, it's not, you're, you're making it hard. On you're yourself. not killing them. He's like, you're making it hard on yourself. You you're sending have, them to heaven, you man. <laughs> duck heaven, bro. He was like, you don't have to do all that. That's like inhumane what you're doing. He goes, you just grab them by the head. He grabbed this duck by the head, just shook it in a circle. <laughs> Like he was basically swung the body like, around like a <laughs> yes, like he was like he was churning Amish butter really fast. He's like, you just snap its neck like this. That was his. That's humane. That was what was supposed to make me feel better. Like, dude, don't step on their neck. That's bad for them. Just <laughs> their little neck. And to top it off, midday in the ninety degree heat, they would bring us lunch. We didn't get to go in and get it. Someone would come out on like a four wheeler and bring a subway, like a cold cut combo or a turkey sandwich. And we would eat. There's a bag of dead ducks, a shotgun with a bunch of shells. Your hands, hopefully, maybe hit gloves, maybe didn't. And then you would eat this turkey sandwich and then you'd go back to throwing your dead ducks. So that's why, fast forward 20 years later, no, I don't mind kitty litter on my counter. I would, dude. I no, would tell you, no. I, I made, I made a little bit more than uh, minimum wage doing this, but I had another uh, a good job where, or a fun job where, I, uh, I, I worked for a company that developed film uh, overnight. So this is in like the mid '90s, and like if you took your, uh, if you took pictures, remember back in the day, you would have to if you, you everything was like disc or thirty five millimeter, you would take your film to a Kmart or you know one of these stores like that and then they would sure. they'd say hey come back tomorrow you could either do the week long or the 24 hour you know turnover for your pictures to return well a company like Kmart for example would then send their stuff to the company I worked for we would do the overnight developing and then have the stuff brought back to be available for the customers the next day and I'll tell you man you want to talk about just seeing the craziest stuff because Back then, you know, nowadays you could take digital photos and nobody really sees the pictures you take. Yeah. I mean, this is how child molesters get caught. Dudes taking yeah. pictures of their wife. You know what I mean? And <laughs> exactly. Like, how they get I don't know how you don't know that you're going to get caught. Like, why would you take that stuff and develop it? I'm telling you. They just assume that you'll honor the code of creepy silence. Yeah, I guess. I mean, and that's what that's when you would go to a photo mat, like the one in the parking lot of like, a, you know, the, the little, little hut. Yeah, the park, whatever, photo hut. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't send that to a place overnight because. So basically what happens is the pictures come down on a huge spool that looks something similar to the wheel, uh, not wheel of fortune, but what's the, what's the, what's Plus the show where like, Drew Carey works on? Uh, the price is right. You know, the, the wheel that you turn and try yeah, to get a dollar. Yeah. They come down on a huge thing like that. And I, there was a bell and every time an interesting picture or a, a stream of pictures would come down, the guy would step on the brake pedal, ring the bell. And then every person that worked there. <gasps> 
would come over and look at all the pictures. Oh, really? So if you took naked pictures of your wife or taking pictures of, you know, you having sex or... They're what, not half as private as you thought. Oh, hell no, because we... <laughs> when I say we, I mean other people. Sure. Their people are making doubles, triples of people's oh. pictures. You know wow. what I mean? Because <laughs> that, you don't think that's going to happen. These huge photo albums of just oh, other, other people's. Not, dirt. O- not only that, dongs, dongs galore. <laughs> dongs galore. If you, you just got your episode time, I worked in the in the in the packaging <laughs> area. So basically, what would happen is, is once they packaged, so your all your pictures would come out. They'd put them in that nice yellow cardboard box. You know that your pictures come back in her envelope, and then I would look at it and see, oh, this one's going to Kalamazoo, Michigan. This one's, and I would just sort them and put them in buckets because I, I never, I never wow. worked up the chain. But everybody would get a chance <laughs> as soon as the, as soon as that bell rang. I don't care if you were the the guy sorting film in buckets like I was, yes. or you were the guy developing film. Everybody was making copies of these pictures. What oh, was the bell called? You had to have a name for the bell, right? No, we should have, but I, I wish oh. I had something interesting like, to like call it. Like the nudie bell? Like you hit it and you hit the nudie oh, bell. Dude, it would come to the nudie bell. There were pictures from the foreign countries where people were torturing animals. There were oh. pic- I mean, you name it. You, oh. I mean, just think about the stuff that nowadays, and remember last week when my friend Todd had wrote in and said, hey, what you know? what is technology ruined? Well, I could tell you this. It's definitely ruined anonymity. It ruined the because nudie bell. Or I mean, it's it's made way for anonymity. It's it's ruined people's uh, ability to not get away with stuff nowadays. Yeah. That's probably why they started making these digital film that you're able to just you know look at on your computer because, and I guarantee a lot of people there was a code. Nobody said anything, but I there was a, a couple of accounts that I knew for sure. Every night it was like a dude that was taking 35 millimeter pictures, like boudoir Did you see the pictures. Same dude's name come up. Yeah, well, it was a, it was it was a certain account that we knew. Uh, this guy was taking like sexy pictures of Mr. women. Mr. Buck Futter would like to drop <laughs> off some more photos. He he was taking pictures like sexy. When I say sexy, it's very uh, loose. Yeah. He uh, he would take pictures because I remember one time we found a picture that looked like my buddy's mom, and it was in front of this fireplace that looked like my buddy's mom's house fireplace. Oh, and no. Yeah, we, we grabbed that thing, and oh, no. we, we circulated around in our group of friends. But the, I'm telling you, nothing nothing was sacred. There, there were people walking around with other people's pictures of, of – of their children. If your kid looked retarded, if something looked stupid, people were just making copies of whatever. I mean, we worked there all night. There was nobody else around. So that that's funny. That reminds me of, I know someone who, uh, I, I didn't do that. I know someone who I want to say their name, but they have to go into people's homes for their job. And, uh, they used to, when they would see these family photos of like the ugliest kids possible, like sometimes you go, you know, you have like your uh, did your, it. I know exactly what you're going to say. One of your two year old, you know, on the wall, and it's like, oh, there's little Tommy and and Brendan, whatever. Well, when he would see the pictures, that just like, man, these kids are like the ugliest kids I've ever no seen, chance. or the most horrific, just family photos would take those shots and they would send them to me and it would just make my day. I would just go, this You know so what? If, I, if we had Snapchat back then, people would... See, because eventually guys got really stupid and you, this always happens. So you would have the ability to make doubles or, or whatever, but some guys would be lazy and they would just take the actual picture out of the the envelope. Mm. And, you know, they would... Be, if, if the bosses were really watching, they'd be like, oh, we don't want to hit the bell and then everybody go over there so they would wait for the picture to come out and they would take it out of the envelope but what they would always forget is there's 
there's negatives in there. So the dude would get all of his pictures back and he'd be like, hey, where's the money shot pick? And he would look at his, uh, you know, his negative and he'd see it there and he'd be like, why didn't this picture get developed? And sure enough, two days, you know, whenever the guy got around to getting back to where we were at, the complaint, they would be like, who was working that night? But who was handling? comes back and goes, excuse me, I was here two days ago. I I'm missing up- the spread asshole shot. <laughs> I, I was here, I came about one thirty in the afternoon, I picked up uh, just two rolls of film, and, and I have every picture of Disney World is still in there, it's just that, yeah, there was there was one picture where I was doing uh, what I call the, uh, what I call the postal service with my scrotum sack, <laughs> and that's not in there, all the rest are there, but uh, I'm I do assuming, this thing where I tuck it in and I fold Because like I said, we over. worked at an off-site. So we never, nobody even knew where so our building was located. They would come in and complain that? to like a Kmart and then Kmart would say, but Hey, what do you say to Kmart? I, good question. I, uh, yeah. I got, I had a great picture. I set the aperture really low and I did the bat wing and I put a lot of time and effort into it. It's not there. I'm telling you, man, this world takes all kinds of people. Oh, dude. There, there is no, no question that's never been asked. No picture that's ever been, you know, not been taken. It's all been there. Well, People... how do you ask for that back? How do you, like, if I'm the photo teller, and I'm like, so you're missing a picture? I mean, so which one, are you, what are you missing? <laughs> yeah. Which one? I mean, which one? Is... Yeah. Can you, can you, can you, could you describe no. it for me? Is well, there a way to. Yeah, I could. Because uh... there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of you and your kids at Disney World. There's, there's... Yeah, it's not that. W- I was at Disney World. Um, okay. But, but this so it's one was. Disney World picture that's yeah, missing. I remember that the, the last picture I took was of. Epcot Center, but then after that, okay. we went back to the hotel. I took a couple pictures of the hotel room because I always like to take pictures of what our hotel rooms look sure, like. Sure, and, and then Mickey Mouse and stuff. I like think that. yeah, my so we're missing a Disney character. Well, it was kind of funny because my wife came out of the shower oh, and okay. I was taking a picture of so myself your wife and, with, with Mickey or somebody. No, well, no, I was in the hotel room. I was taking a picture, like I said, of of just the room so I could go back and compare that to other hotel rooms. And right, right. my wife was in the shower, so I thought it would mm-hmm. sort of be funny to, uh, to, you know, when she came out of, you know, to, to maybe take a picture. There's a picture of a towel or something we should be looking for. No, I, 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 w- I was going to take a picture of, of uh, well, I mean, I, I the door was cracked a little bit, and I thought we would get a big yuck if if I took oh. if I took a picture, you know. If there's, I, a, so there's a picture of the hallway, like for the open door or something? Y- yeah, but but <laughs> right right okay I'll tell the guys to look for that I mean hopefully they'll find well, a picture of the car I just feel something. like somebody might have taken it because it it could have been a, a little bit suggestive maybe somebody else took the picture maybe you didn't even do it no I mean yeah. somebody might have taken it out of the pack because it was a right. bit it was a bit it was a little bit suggestive and I don't want my okay. wife to be embarrassed because I might have got a little bit of her in the background yeah she might like maybe she never hair done or something like that. she was masturbating so, oh. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it, but I mean, she. She. I'll, I'll have the guys look for that. They'll. they'll, they'll I'll see if they I, saw it. I'll I just. I just it. sort of feel like maybe you need to to really come down on them and ask, or you know, separate them because there might be people telling difference. If you could, you know what? Let us. I'll go in the back. I'll take a second look. That, that's you know what? It, never go. mind. I, I just. I feel like at this point that it's that's, probably best right. that it didn't get developed because my wife would be. Right. But you basically got all your pictures. You got, I mean, you got all of them that you need. You know, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, let us let me know if there's anything else I can do. For no you. problem. No problem. Have a good day. Yeah, that's probably how it went. <laughs> probably very similar. <laughs> At the end, the guy just goes, "You know what? Hey, if we didn't find that, let's go back and look." There's no dick pics. As a matter of fact, it's not even my D. You're right. P. 
<laughs> something like that. That's super embarrassing. That's dude. But I'm picturing like your workplace as super creepy. Is it not? As oh creepy as I, my gosh! It was the it creepiest sound, people of all time. Because you, you talked about poo dollar a couple right. episodes ago. That wasn't the same this place. Makes, this was. <laughs> this makes poo dollar seem like uh, this, Fantasia. This was two jobs before poo dollar. <laughs> you worked your way up to poo dollar. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. I feel like Poo Dollar was def- that that place was definitely a step up from this place. This this place was re- th- you talk about, and I and they ended up closing because again that industry just shut down. Like right, I was uh, I must have been on that bubble like right when the whole hey we're gonna start when they moved to digital photography. It's hard to be employed when technology takes over. Yeah, so th- that really sucked. I remember they they called everybody and they said uh, we're gonna we're gonna lay some people off and this this was crazy they go this is what we're gonna do we're gonna give everybody at the end of the day a letter and all the letters will look alike and we ask that you just wait till you leave to open your letter and what? I yeah so on the outside they're all gonna look alike <laughs> like no one will know like, who's it's being, like Pee-wee's Playhouse there's a letter some, of the day and they all say fired some people are gonna be asked to stay and some people are gonna be told that hey you're no longer employed. But we don't, don't want you to open, open them. until you leave. Yeah, till the end of the day, we, because we don't want any problems Dude, or whatnot. And that's of course, dumb. I opened mine immediately. Oh, and I, I'll never, I'll never forget. My boss's name was Chip, and he looked like Chip. He looked like the Chip from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. And he was like, he's like, hey, like as I'm opening, is like, hey, 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 hey. They didn't want you to open that until the end of the day. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. There's a 50% chance that I'm not going to give a fuck. What the, keep what, the envelope closed. God. There's a 50% chance that I'm not going to give a fuck what, they're, what they want. <laughs> so let me, let me just pull this fucking Band-Aid off right now. And I swear, as God is my witness, I used his head as the backboard for this paper as I crumbled it. And I walked out. I never... Because they said, well... And my mom's probably going to be mad you about this. Face? Oh, I bounced it off his forehead. Oh, uh, How old were you? Uh, eighteen. 19. Oh, okay, okay. I uh, yeah. he he goes. Uh, he opened he it. Up. Like... He he knew what my thing because he was like, oh, you know, there's a lot of people, so I don't know who. Blah, blah. Yeah. So as soon as I opened it, he's like, he see me look at. He goes, hey man, we're really sorry. We've appreciated the time, and it literally like while mid sentence, I just banked it right off his forehead because my buddy worked there too, and he's just he's just and I walked out, and I and and I just I never looked back. I was like, you know, fuck it, I quit now. They, cause, but they offered a three month. Se- they offered a three month severance package. So these people were saying we're going to let you work for three more months, and then after that, oh, or gee. another month, and then we'll pay you uh, for like a, there was a, maybe it wasn't three oh, months, dude, but like you instead, had a month more of new yeah, picks I, together. Yeah, I just no, I couldn't, I couldn't. That that's my way, man. I was proud of you at first. But no, no, I went out you, on a high. I went out on a, on the highest like, note I ever went out on. You looked that nudie horse <laughs> right in the mouth. Is what you did. Unbelievable. He probably opened his letter and realized he got he got the boot too. So <laughs> he's like, "You're just mad because I'm looking at I'm just talking to hot chicks and babes all day." Hey, before we go, um, I've been trying for a long time to convince you that South Park is the funniest show of all time. Well, just by telling me, just by telling you. Um, so what I did it was funny because I was I, I was going through all I dude I went I googled um, Wikipedia or whatever the hell I went through every single episode, not watched them all. But I was like, man, I need to come up with. Uh, well, first of all, let me. I, I want to make you a, a a list of episodes to watch. How many? I mean, are you willing to watch five? Yeah. Okay. So if I give you five, they're half hour, them. right? Or 20, they're, they're twenty-two hour. minutes or something. Twenty-two minutes without commercials. Twenty-three maybe. Um, I went through and I was like, well, I'm gonna. You said you've seen the first three seasons. Right. And I, I cannot accept the fact. That what you years were those? that? That had to be what? Probably ninety-seven, right. eight, and nine, something like that. 
I can't accept the fact that you don't think it's funny because I just, I just, it doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't make sense to me that you don't think that this is funny because I think it's so funny. So I went through, uh, and I, I, I bypassed seasons one through four just to be safe. And I started with five, which five is arguably might be my favorite season of all time. Well, I tried to go, okay, which ones are, are memorable? Which ones are funny? Because I'm going to make him a list of like five episodes that he would like. By the time, I haven't seen the past like two seasons, I think, because of my cable situation. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm currently between cable. Sans cable. <laughs> so, I have 28 episodes that oh. I was like, that, well, but listen, right. but I have 28 episodes that I was like, well, these are for sure. Like, he'll love these. The, the, you, you have to. I don't understand how you couldn't. Um, I'm whittling them down. Also, the fact that I only could find five season five and season nine on DVD because <laughs> they they're not on Netflix anymore. They're on if you have Hulu Plus, I think you can watch them all, but I don't think you do, right? So, I have yours. I brought. I just forgot your password. Hulu Plus. Yeah, you yeah. gave me your password a while ago, and I forgot it. Go ahead, do what you got. <laughs> hey, listen. Well, but for the sake of of you being able to watch this on the go, should you have a portable DVD player because you're advanced. Um, I have brought in season five and season nine. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you five episodes and I'll tell you what those five episodes are. And then you watch these. And if now I feel I'm restricted a little bit because there's other seasons that if I could make a top five of all time, it would obviously range. Right. But I feel so confident in these two seasons here that if I give you five episodes and if you go, it's just not funny. I, I mean, I don't know. Then I, I'll never bring it up. You don't again. feel like I'm just going to say that just to. Uh, okay. But you're going to have to live with it. All right. I know you can do that, but my point <laughs> is this, uh, I I'm going to give you these five. If you don't think that these five episodes are funny. And again, I'm limited to two seasons. If I could give you a top five all time, I wouldn't even waste my breath. I'd be like, I'm right right away, but I want right. you to watch these and I will never bring up South Park again. I'll never bring up Trey Parker, Matt Stone, <laughs> if you don't think these are funny. So, because I only have five and nine with me, this, the episodes that I'm going to make you watch are, okay, you gotta, well, you don't have to write these down, but I'll tell I'll them to you later. Scott Tennerman Must Die, season five. Okay. Here Comes the Neighborhood, season five. Hmm. Oh, man, now it's getting really tough because I got to whittle them down a little bit. Uh, Cartman Land. Season five. Season nine is The Losing Edge and Die Hippie Die. All right. Those are the five episodes. Now, again, I have 28. Just two and a half hours of my life. I can handle it. Easily you can handle it. How many 30 for 30s did you watch? Lots. Right. Okay. So, now, again, I have 28 episodes that I was like, if I'm willing, these are like, you have to. Like, I couldn't cut them down any further if i do this which i will then you got to watch the first season of the wire again oh you already watched it did you get it all the way through yeah but i started i started i watched season one years ago and i watched season two years ago and then i didn't for a long time and i started again at three. Oh, and you waited all the way through i didn't yeah but i need to watch one again anyway because uh i tried to do that quiz up show mm-hmm I did get the app, by the, the way. App. Thank you for taking days of my life. <laughs> I told you. Days of my life. I downloaded the app called Quiz Up. And I will say this. I've been updated uh, to the House of Baratheon as far as Game of Thrones trivia. <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but I'm 
I am the top ten in Illinois. Oh, all right. And it's not. I mean, not U.S. Right. I thought you were bullshitting about your rank and wire. So I'm like, this dude's lying to me. I looked up. No, you you didn't play for a several days. And if you don't play, that's the thing. Other people gain points right. while you're away. So you have to you have to be the best and keep doing right. it. Um, and I was like, holy shit, dude! I knew you hadn't played in a couple days. And you were still like 13th or something in the world or something crazy. I was like, holy shit. That means you had to play a ton and be right all the time. Right. Because I played over 200 games. Now, I switched up topics. Right. But I literally played over 200 games of this stupid thing. That's how much time. Uh, and I got, I'm got i top 10 in Game of Thrones in Illinois. And I'm, I'm beating a few people from Denmark. I like to brag. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? A couple from Finland were my You bitch. should brag because I'm getting my ass stomped by people in Denmark, like I told you. But um, when it gets down to it, my God, I, I played The Wire a couple times. And I was like, no, I've seen The Wire, but I don't know The right. Wire. Same with Seinfeld. Dude, I own most of Seinfeld on DVD and I've seen them, but I don't pay attention to like the neighbors' names and right. shit. Holy cow! It gets really interesting. Yeah, like Kramer's apartment. There's they they, they get some some, uh, some yeah. crazy questions license on plate there. numbers right, came right. up, and I'm like, yeah, ass man. So quiz up was good. Uh, I I need to back up a little bit because it's taking a little bit of time out of my life. But you accept my South Park challenge? Yes. Okay. But what are you gonna do? What do you mean? What are you gonna do then? If I'm wrong, I gotta get you to do well, something. If I'm wrong, that you... if you don't think these are funny, one, you're wrong. Either way, Two, I should do it. You should do something. If I if if I'm gonna go through this, then I should have something for you. I I'll think some, about I it. I need some mandatory viewing. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I could do mandatory viewing. I've been doing my '80s stuff. Have you watched anything? Yeah, I watched um, uh, Escape from New York this week. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it next week. Next week, I'll rev- next week I will re- review uh, the Burbs and Escape from New York. Oh, awesome! Yeah, finally, the I, Burbs. I, I, yeah, I saw that. I just I mean I haven't got to it yet. You finally saw it? Uh, yeah, I saw it a while ago. I just. Okay. I was going to get to it this week, but there's a lot of stuff. So. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Well, this was uh, episode, what, 86? If you 87. So. 87? This was, this was episode 87. Oh, that's a big one. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Next week, guys. Later. <laughs>
the type of sex you're having is illegal, 